Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph for a chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and you are listening to episode 84, Zodiac Signs and Witchcraft. We had an episode early to mid-season one that was called Astrology 101, where we talked about birth charts and houses and how those things can affect you know, yourself, your personality, your witchcraft. But as we mentioned in that episode, astrology is a huge topic. I think people who read birth charts for other people and really have studied astrology do so for years. I mean, as long as it takes someone to get a bachelor's degree, they study for four years to try to figure out how to read birth charts and all those things because there are just so many little details that go into it. So the full study of astrology would be a little too much to cover in a podcast and certainly in just one or two episodes. So I tried to break it down where we just gave you an introduction last year. And uh, for this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about zodiac signs specifically and how those 12 signs interact with witchcraft and how you can use them in your practice. There are a lot of different ways, ways that it's useful to know these things. Um, So I'm just going to go over a couple of them and then talk a little bit about each sign individually. So first of all, zodiac signs are useful in figuring out how your personality works best. And I think that's probably the most helpful way to use them in witchcraft because you might have certain signs uh, that we'll get into in a minute are related to the four elements and that can really help you figure out your personality traits as well as what kind of magic would work best for you. Of course this isn't always the case and you know you should work with what you're drawn to and what you you want to try but if you don't know where to start and are have been unsuccessful in a spell it can be really useful to look at these zodiac signs and look at your birth chart and figure out what elements then correspond to those signs that you may be stronger in. So I want to go over those elements because we've touched on them here and there in other episodes, like the elements episodes specifically. But I wanted to group them all in one place so you have that information easily before we get into the other ways that you can use the zodiac in your practice. So when we talk about the elements, you know, we talked about talk about the four, fire, earth, air, and water. And when we talk about that in relation to the zodiac, you could be strong in just your sun sign. For example, my sun sign is Scorpio, which is water. I could be strong in that. But you also have moon sign and rising sign. And for me, one is air and the other is fire. And when you do your entire birth chart, there's about 12 different placements that you have in the signs. So you could be um, just your sun sign in water and then have no other water anywhere in your chart. So maybe your sun sign is that way, but you don't feel drawn to water. It could be because the rest of your chart um, is stronger in the other signs. So those elements might be stronger for you. So if you've never gotten your birth chart done, there are a ton of free resources online where you can just get the basics and they just tell you um, where each part of your chart in which sign that lies. Uh, I will link, of course, on the website, whichwednesdays.com and over on Patreon 
the free resources where you can pick those up and of course you can get detailed readings from an astrologer they have lots of websites etsy and i will link a couple of those too if you are looking for somebody so let's start then with the fire element the fire element is aries leo and sagittarius if you are stronger in those three signs you might be more adept at candle magic bonfires sun water charging tools with sunlight using herbs associated with fire or stones and crystals linked to fire helping others find their passion self-healing banishing ghosts negative energy bad spirits anything like that uh, the solar plexus chakra and of course wearing fire colors and eating suits associated with fire kitchen witchery in general those things might help you just feel a little more in tune with your practice the air element is Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And if you are stronger in the air element, you might enjoy wind spells or using air in general, like incense or smudging, smoke scrying. Uh, the flame from candles, when it gives off that smoke, that smoke reading is air element. Feather magic and signs, connecting with birds or any winged creatures, and of course wearing air colors, air eating air foods and also artwork and music painting writing all of those more creative arts are considered air element the water element is Pisces cancer and Scorpio and to work with that in your witchcraft you might be more adept at ritual baths for cleansing yourself but also cleansing with water you know your tools and your space brewing teas, ocean or sea craft, you know, sea witchery, uh, crafting moon waters, working with mermaids, water spirits, or any, you know, fish, water animals in general, focusing on dreaming, intuition, you're developing your psychic abilities in general, of course, wearing watercolors or eating water-related foods or using seashells and corals in your craft. And finally, the earth element is Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. And if you are strong in the earth element, you may be better at crystal magic, using crystals in general, tree and plant magic, herbalism, magical gardening, using dirt or sand in your witchcraft, connecting with animals, working with fae or earth-based spirits, focusing on your root chakra, motherhood, and of course, wearing colors of the earth or eating earth-related foods. So those are just a couple of the ways that you can figure out how your personality works best. So those are just some ways that your personality and your witchcraft can be influenced by what signs are heavy in your birth chart. On the other end of that, there are a few ways to use zodiac signs unrelated to what your chart says. And that is to follow the zodiac signs where they are currently in relation to the sun and the moon. And they're used most often this way in witchcraft to harness the energy of that time period. And that energy of that time period is the same whether the sun is in that sign or the moon is in that sign. And we've talked about that last time when we say in, that just means 
relative to the Earth, well, from what you are seeing in the Earth, the Sun looks like it's in or in front of that star constellation in the sky. It doesn't mean that it's actually in there. I think we all know how the Earth rotates and how the Sun and Moon rotate, but that's, that's what it means when you say in. The Sun is in Aries. It means the Sun is in front of Aries in relative to what we see from Earth. And the other thing that I'm going to mention when we talk about each sign individually is some of the correspondences, like these symbols, ruling planets, element, of course, I'll remind you of again. But that is another way that zodiac signs and their information is often used in witchcraft is in what's called sympathetic magic. And that is just using the correspondences of either your own star sign or another person's sign to more closely tie the spell with the intended target. So if you are the intended target of the spell, you may want to use crystals or herbs associated with your sun sign. But if you are doing a spell for someone else, in addition to using their name, their birthday, any tag locks that you have, you may also want to use the you know, stones, colors, herbs, anything like that of their star sign to more closely tie that spell with that person. Now then, it is time to finally get into each of the zodiac signs individually. So we are starting with Aries. Aries starts on March 21st, so obviously this does not line up with the calendar year. It is just the considered the start of the astrological year is with Aries. Aries is always the first one, so that is where we are starting. Aries is from March 21st to April 19th. These Dates can vary based on where, what system you're using and where you're sort of looking up information. Uh, so if you are right on the edge there, it's what's called the cusp. If you are, you know, March 20th, 21st, April 18, 19, 20, in those, you know, date ranges where you're right around where the zodiac changes, this is called a cusp sign. And you may relate more to the sign that either is before yours or after yours. Um, if you don't relate to the specific sign that your date is on. So again, Aries, March 21st to April 19th. Aries people are usually independent, impulsive, enthusiastic, and generous. The symbol is the ram. The ruling planet is Mars. The element is fire. The gemstone is diamond. The colors are black, red and white and the herbs are cumin and wormwood and of course i'm just giving you basics there could be 20 different herbs associated with aries so if those don't work for you there's definitely lists on lines that you could check into to find some more options and if you are interested in using oils that is something that i have over on patreon it will be up this Saturday. So if you're looking for information on using oils, then definitely recommend checking out the Patreon channel. Uh, now is a great time to join the community. As far as having the sun or moon in Aries, as you know, the sun moves through all of the zodiac signs within a year. So it's generally about this month long period that the sun will be in that sign and therefore there is the energy of that sign for that entire month. But you also have what's called moon in Aries and the moon in its various phases throughout the month moves through a sign every two and a half days. 
So that is why the moon cycle is 28 days and it cycles through all 12 zodiac signs in that 28 day period. So two and a half days. So when someone says the moon is in Aries, it means for that two and a half days, the moon is also in that sign. So you can use, if you are more in tune with the sun, you can definitely do sun magic during that entire month. And that entire month is going to have the energy of that sign and it influences us all in that same way. We kind of all feel that. And if you are really connected to the moon and need specific signs energy, then you can work with the moon cycles and wait for the moon to come back around in that sign. So, you know, we're going into August now and we are quite removed from Aries, which is in March, April. Then you really need that sort of Aries energy. Then you, all you have to do is wait for the moon to come back around in Aries, which happens twice a month. So the Aries sort of energy is a sense of new beginnings. It's a time of potential um, to be bold and impulsive, saying yes to things you don't normally agree to. So it's for starting new jobs and projects, but not for making long-term decisions or committing to any wild schemes or anything like that. It's time to be direct and assertive, but also check your anger. Spells for Aries season are for confidence, learning new things, sports, controlling anger or fear, winning, starting a project, making big announcements, and taking risks. But you want to avoid skipping over ritual steps or hurrying through because Aries energy is not long haul. So you have to keep following up to keep that energy rolling in any of your spell work. So you definitely don't want to skip over anything important. Next up is Taurus. Taurus is from April 20th to May 21st. Taurus are steadfast, reliable, faithful, and tolerant. The symbol is the bull. The ruling planet is Venus. The element is Earth. Gemstone is emerald. The colors are pink, brown, and yellow. The herbs are thyme and coltsfoot. And the sun in a Taurus or moon in Taurus is a time to maintain and perfect your projects. It's about stabilizing yourself and enjoying the comforts of life, um, like making your bed extra cozy or eating really good sort of indulgent food. It's time to treat yourself, but also be practical and beware of remaining in your comfort zone and taking it too easy. The spells for Taurus season are prosperity, saving money, maintaining what you already have, harmony in the home, investing in a project, goal planning, healing, peace, and spells for people you love. You want to avoid missing opportunities. Uh, your stubbornness can definitely get in your own way at this time. So don't be too stubborn to say yes to new opportunities and don't get so comfortable in your own bubble at home that you miss on miss out on anything outside the home. Next is Gemini, which is May 22nd to June 21st. Geminis are sociable, clever, imaginative, and communicative. The symbol is the twins. Ruling planet is Mercury. The element is air 
Gemstone is pearl. The colors are yellow and brown. And the herbs are lavender and dill. Gemini season is when energy flows outward. So you may be more extroverted in sharing your ideas. So use this to learn through courses, books, podcasts. Uh, it may be hard to focus on one thing, but it's okay to have conflicting interests and explore different sides of yourself at this time. Spells for Gemini season are any type of learning, to finish old things and start new ones, juggling many projects, finding a new car or job, anything to, related to the more mental arts and witchcraft, which would be meditation, learning tarot, dream work, and also understanding and dealing with siblings. You want to avoid trying to pack too many things into one ritual. Remember that denial is a big problem in Gemini season. So you might think that you're not packing too much into one ritual and you might think you're not trying to take on too many things, but denial is real. So be sure to check yourself and your energy levels. Next is Cancer. Cancer is June 22nd to July 22nd. They are caring, loyal, moody, and sensitive. The symbol is the crab. The ruling planet is the moon. Element is water. The gemstone is moonstone. Colors are silver and white. The herbs are eucalyptus and myrrh. Cancer season is when people are most perceptive and connected to the subconscious. So prepare to see a very raw side of yourself. Focus on the home and those closest to you. And express your feelings. There are a lot of freedom in actually feeling your feelings, but try not to lash out. And it's also a time to celebrate feminine energy. So these spells for cancer season are for women, maturing, peace at home, protection, motherhood, transforming negative emotions into positive ones, dreams, divination, drawing positive things towards you, but avoid thinking that the universe owes you anything. And remember to not be overly emotional. It's good to feel your emotions and recognize them in this time period, but being emotion overly emotional can be harmful. Next is Leo. Leo is July 23rd to August 21st. So Leo season is what we are in right now. Leos are confident, proud, ambitious, and generous. The symbol is a lion. The ruling planet is the sun. The element is fire. The gemstone is ruby. The colors are orange, red, and gold. And the herbs are hawthorn and rue. So Leo season is, of course, the heat of the summer. It is hot and bold and in your face. So it is the time to step into the spotlight, give yes or no clear answers, and don't let anyone tell you what to do. And it's also a time to create space for joy. The spells for Leo season are for courage, strength, positivity, success, leadership, generosity, related to drama or acting, fun on vacation, this is a great vacation season, wealth at home, making talents shine, and finding the right pet. You want to avoid overspending on ritual and spell supplies, which I just did, so don't listen to me because <laughs> I fell for it this Leo season. And remember to not brag about your magic. That can um, be a pitfall during Leo season just because we do feel so confident and bold, but bragging 
bragging about anything is not a good look, but bragging about your magic can have some unintended negative consequences from the universe. Next is Virgo. Virgo is August 22nd to September 23rd. Virgos are dependable, practical, observant, and analytical. The symbol is the Virgin. The ruling planet is Mercury. The element is Earth. The gemstone is Sapphire. The colors are green, cream, and brown. The herbs are Valerian and Vervain. Virgo season is grounding energy. So it's concerned with health and care of the physical body. It's when you prioritize healthy meals, exercise, sleep, medication, and making doctor's appointments. So get out in nature and take social media breaks in order to clear your mind and identify what needs to be fixed and finished. Virgo season spells are for solving problems, finding things, making difficult choices, getting good grades, fixing medical issues, improving spell techniques, and finding people who can help you. You want to avoid getting lost in detail. Remember that it's easy to be overly critical this season of others and of yourself. So in, especially in spell work, it's very easy to get overly critical and lost in the detail of the spells. Um, there's an episode coming up about spell planning and there are just so many things that you can use and look into to plan your spells and it can be very easy to want to pick every single one of those and just the detail in the planning of the spell would take you all month long. So beware of that pitfall. Next is Libra. Libra is from September 24th to October 23rd. Libras are idealistic, fair, charming, and diplomatic. The symbol is the scales. The ruling planet is Venus. Element is air. The gemstone is opal. The colors are indigo blue and pink. The herbs are thyme and mugwort. Libra season is, of course, a time of balance. It's about harmony and creating beautiful environments. The time to treat everyone fairly and be sensitive towards others and yourself. And also the time to appreciate the finer things in life, but don't drift so far away from your to-do list that you are too busy enjoying all of these finer things and not actually accomplishing anything. Spells for Libra season are sharing your arts, love, friendship, romance, for meditation, improving communication, and partnerships of any kind. Avoid making enemies during this season and remember that making decisions is okay. Uh, Tara is a Libra, so we talked about that on the podcast before, that she absolutely hates making decisions. And if you give her you know, five choices, she'll come up with 10 different answers. So remember that it is okay to make decisions. It might seem harder during this season, but by not making decisions and not being committal, you can make a lot of enemies that way too. So just be aware of those two pitfalls. Next is Scorpio, and Scorpio is October 24th to November 22nd, and I am a Scorpio. I am November 20th, which is considered on the cusp, but I am definitely not on the cusp. I am a full-blown Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpios are loyal, intense, independent, and mysterious. The symbol is the scorpion. Ruling planet is Mars and Pluto. The element is water. Gemstone is topaz. The colors are black and scarlet and the herbs are nettle and pennyroyal. 
Scorpio season is about intensity and focusing on emotions because there is a lot of power and depth in your feelings. So be fearless, but also mysterious. It's a time for quiet intimidation. Try not to be too suspicious or hold grudges. Scorpio season spells are for power, karma, transformation, honing your instincts, uncovering truth, wisdom, the time to stop uh, aggression or criminals or gossip, ending things, and understanding life cycles. Avoid creating secret agendas and remember to not let your own resentment get in the way. Next is Sagittarius, which is November 23rd to December 22nd. Sagittarius are optimistic, adventurous, philosophical, and generous. The symbol is the archer. Ruling planet is Jupiter. The element is fire. Gemstone is turquoise. The colors are purple and blue, and the herbs are sage and burdock. Sagittarius season is about feeling an itch to get out and explore. The time to try new experience or to travel. It's also when we seek knowledge, understanding, and purpose, but beware of restlessness and misunderstandings, uh, but also see everything as an opportunity to make new memories. It is time for spells for expanding any projects or talents, for borrowing money, making travel plans, finding understanding, giving hope, expanding awareness, and studying world religions. The pitfalls of the season are to avoid being sloppy in ritual. And remember to not run from commitment. And running from commitment can definitely feed into that being sloppy in ritual that you planned all of these things out and picked out what you want to do and then don't want to commit to it can lead to sloppy spell work and not finishing it all the way through. So beware of those pitfalls. Next is Capricorn and Capricorn is from December 23rd to January 20th. Capricorns are faithful, loving, charitable, and overreactive. The symbol is the goat. The ruling planet is Saturn. The element is earth. The gemstone is garnet. The colors are hunter green and navy blue. And the herbs are comfrey and nightshade. Capricorn season is about mature stability and grounding earth energy to start a new year. It is a time to be confident, acquire new knowledge about the outside world and within yourself, and climb new mountains with success. So it is great January 1st energy. It's time for spells for working with authority figures and rules, help building your savings account, divine justice, promotions, creating order, and self-discipline. Again, that self-discipline directly ties into people making New Year's resolutions. Avoid any depressing rituals. And remember that your own ambition can also bring you crashing down. So do not fall into the regular pitfalls of New Year's resolutions where you plan 20 high-reaching things to do and then forget them all by February 1st. Next is Aquarius, which is January 21st to February 19th. Aquarius are intellectual, detached, progressive, and clever. The symbol is the water bearer. The ruling planet is Uranus and Saturn. The element is air. The gemstone is amethyst. The colors are blue and turquoise. And the herbs are fennel and rosemary. 
Aquarius season is pushing you to reimagine and think of the possibilities to get a new perspective on life. It's time to break routines and try something new and a time to be weird even if it's uncomfortable. Aquarius spells are for independence, new ways to look at the world, finding love, which it is directly on uh, Valentine's Day is in Aquarius season, so that's why finding love is a popular one at this time. Changing things that are wrong, new ideas, defining yourself, and learning math, science, or astrology. Avoid interruptions in ritual, and remember not to give in to feelings of detachment. And lastly is Pisces, and Pisces is from February 20th to March 20th. Pisces are compassionate, imaginative, intuitive, and devoted. The symbol is the two fishes. The ruling planet is Neptune and Jupiter. The element is water. The gemstone is aquamarine. The colors are sea green and lavender. And the herbs are star anise and yarrow. Pisces season is about strong emotions. So logic and ambition kind of shrink in this season. So let yourself feel your emotions instead of treating them as a problem to be solved. It's a great time to try journaling and connecting with whatever your subconscious is trying to tell you, but also to stay in control and find strength to move forward instead of giving into all of that. Pisces spells are for improving imagination, dreams, astral travel, divination, compassion, peace, and the big picture. Avoid self-doubt when you're trying to focus. And remember that illogical reasoning is a trap, especially at this time. We can reason ourselves into or out of anything, but that doesn't mean that it's the most logical. So avoid that self-doubt phase. And those are all the 12 zodiac signs. And that was definitely a lot of information. And as always, do not worry. I have the notes on whichwednesdays.com and over on Patreon just to make it easier for you. I also have the resources listed there so you can find all of this information easily. Uh, for me personally, this is information that I've committed to my Book of Shadows because it's something that I reference often. Again, I think it's the easiest way to, I like to know what, you know, what the season entails and what sort of like the feelings are for the month ahead and what kind of energy is out there to be best working with. But it is the easiest way for me to connect a spell to myself or someone else because I generally have a lot of the mentioned gemstones and herbs associated. So it's just like an extra tag lock that I can put to associate my spell with the intended target or with myself. Um, and I like having all of those little pieces to go with it. We've always talked about how tools are not necessary. And so, you know, you don't need to go out and buy the gemstone and herbs and oils for every single one of these signs. That's definitely not necessary. But if you already have them on hand or find yourself working with the same ones very often, um, for example, mine is Scorpio. My husband is Cancer. So I have a lot of those already and find myself working with those regularly. Uh, those are just extra pieces that I like to have. Not necessary, but I find it easier to work with something tangible. So I know that was a lot of information, but if you have any questions, you can definitely find me over on the Discord server or on Instagram, which Wednesday's podcast, and the server is linked through Instagram, so you can find it easily. 
and chat with other witches from around the world with, to, with uh, how they use the zodiac signs in their practice, if there's anything that I didn't mention, or just in general, if you have any questions and need to reach out to me or another witch, we are definitely around to help you. So hopefully you found that informative and fun. Let me know in the comments if you have looked up your birth chart, if you know what your sun, moon, rising, all of those things are, and if you feel like your sun sign reflects who you are as a person, and if you have those keywords or the energy of that season. And also let me know if you are feeling the Leo energy that we've got going on right now. And that is all I have for you this week. I will see you next week. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to Patreon for exclusive bonus content three times a week and order Sabbath boxes and other supplies at witchwednesdays.com. Be sure to follow on Instagram at witchwednesdayspodcast.